This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right. The third Ask Adam and Carissa episode. So you guys have asked lots and lots of questions, and we are choosing just a couple of questions to answer here in this episode. And this episode is all about your marriage after kids. Um, (laughs) You guys asked this particular first question in many different ways. It was probably the most popular question. Mm -hmm. It could be because the sticker actually had our kids in it um, when we were uh, recording the the story for yeah. this uh, sticker our kids were in the back seat for you who don't know us or don't know that we have kids we have two children mm-hmm. one is two and a half and the other is about 13 months so we are pretty busy mm-hmm. we are actually doing this ask episode while we have two children sleeping. In thank, their bedrooms. Thank God they sleep at the same time. Yes. Well, that was engineered. <laughs> yes. We were very intentional <laughs> about making sure that happened. Um, but anyway, we're going to jump right into the first question here. What is the best way you have found to stay intimately connected when you have kids? So off the top of our heads, uh, we came up with a few different um, suggestions, or challenges for you to uh, to try. As you know, Communication is one of the most important skills in marriage. So communication to your spouse that, hey, I would really like to connect more. Mm -hmm. Because if you guys aren't on the same page that you're missing out or that you're missing being Mm -hmm. together or missing having that intimate time or missing the conversations that you, well, they're not going to be, they're not going to put that, they're not going to put that as high up on the priority list. Mm -hmm. And someone asked, uh, I didn't write this part down, but it was a version of this question. Someone asked, did you have any systems that you put in place once you had children um, to make sure that you stayed connected? And one of those systems that we put in place is our daily dialogue. So every day we ask each other, and, and by every day we mean more days than not, right? Like our aim is every day. But we ask each other, what went well in our relationship today? What didn't go so well? And how can I be helpful to you? Those are three three questions that we just aim to ask daily. Here's why they're really effective, and we can go pretty deep into this, but we won't. But the first the first question, what went well, is helping us train our vision to see what we like, what mm-hmm. happened that went well. Uh, we call it the reticular activating system. If you want to buy a car, certain car, like we want to buy a Jeep Wrangler, if you if you decide you want a Jeep Wrangler, you start seeing them everywhere, mm-hmm. especially like I want a white Jeep Wrangler. Okay, <laughs> you're going to start seeing white Jeep Wranglers everywhere. Right. And that's your reticular activating system turning on saying the brain is going, okay, 
We know he wants to see this, so we're going to help him see it. Well, we want to actually see the good things that are happening mm-hmm. because we know from science that spouses in conflict actually miss about 50% of the good things that are actually happening around them. Yep. And so the first question is really important because you're training your brain to look for the good. And so that might sound like a contradiction when you think about the second question, which is what didn't go so well in our relationship today. But the reason why we want you to be asking this question is because it gives an opportunity for your spouse to be assertive with what they want or need. So be sure to answer it with an assertive response. Well, I wish that we could do more of blank or I wish less of blank would happen. And if that happened, I would feel more blank. So you're you're being assertive. You're asking for what you want or need in the relationship because oftentimes, depending on the dynamics of a couple, um, a lot of things can just get swept under the rug and um, that's actually asking for disconnection. So we we ask you guys to go ahead and, and have that conversation where you are emphasizing what didn't go so well in the relationship today too. And last is how can I be helpful? And when the man or the woman but generally it's the woman who has the things or the list (laughs) uh, for the man to be helpful. Um, It really does help her get in the mood to enjoy you as a man just because uh, she is in her caretaking mode most of the day. Mm -hmm. And so especially with kids, even without kids though, women are nurturing and in caretaking mode. Right. And when you help her uh, take care of the list that she has in her head, it does help um, her get in the mood to enjoy um, pleasure for herself. Because it, it kind of completes the caretaking if you help her complete mm-hmm. it. Um, and then her brain can shift into, oh, yeah, I have needs. Mm-hmm. And um, that's actually one of the reasons why a woman doesn't get into the, in, in the mood as right. quickly as men most of the time is because she's in caretaking mode right. and not in I have needs mode. And if the man isn't helping her get out of that um, caretaking mode and just sitting around and saying, hey, I have needs, then the man actually becomes just one more need on that list of needs. Mm-hmm. And so she really doesn't ever get out of that caretaking mode. It's just, oh, let me satisfy him, mm-hmm. which really isn't very satisfying for the man because- right. The most enjoyable thing for a man is when a woman is enjoying herself. Mm-hmm. And then if she's not, he normally takes that personally. And then, okay, there's a the cycle. So there's a tool that you can use that will help you guys get on the same page. Now, that's communication. Mm-hmm. The second thing that we would recommend is creating time. You do have to be mindful Mm-hmm. especially if you're working, you guys are busy, you guys have ministries, things get built up and cluttered up and yep. you got so many things going, you're going in different directions. You have to make time on your calendar and move things around on your schedule mm-hmm. and prioritize your your spouse. Yes. And that actually answers um, that next question from somebody who said, what was the biggest adjustment for your marriage after you had your first child? And it was that we had to be so intentional. We have to be so intentional about planning whatever it is we want to do, not just about staying connected, but just about our daily lives. Um, We have to plan. So 
um, you know, right now we're, we planned to do this episode while the kids are sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to, you know, we have to plan date nights. They don't just happen spontaneously anymore. Right. You know, I mean, once in a great while, that might be a possibility, but for the most part, goodbye spontaneous date nights like it has to be planned so even if you're not a planner by nature you have to train yourself to plan put it on the calendar and that's actually fun too anticipatory excitement um a lot of the excitement comes from the anticipation it's like you know you're having a family vacation and you're on a group text with your family and everyone's talking about you know this vacation coming up it's going to be so fun so and so is going to bring the games and so and so is going to make this meal and and half the fun is is the anticipation of the vacation and the same goes for planning date nights planning sex planning just to do's mm-hmm. um a lot of that fun and and the I think the peace too <laughs> comes mm-hmm. from knowing and anticipating that it's going to happen. Right. I think with COVID nineteen happening all around us right now, um, people are getting bored, and maybe their babysitters are not available or whatever, and people are starting to feel um, like they're just on the hamster wheel of life. Mm-hmm. Like what, this person who said, as a stay-at-home mom with a 20-month-old, how do I get out of feeling like my life is a rerun? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think she's the only person. Right. Um, I uh, worked with a couple um, recently on this, mm-hmm. and one of the things to help us not feel that our life is a rerun is by actually planning out things, fun things to look forward to. Yeah. Because it's only a rewind if you're doing the same thing you did yesterday mm-hmm. and you really aren't looking forward to what's coming up. Yep. And so put it on the calendar. Um, also plan stuff with the kids. I think that's key because if you're only planning the stuff to do without the kids and what you're going to do during their nap or when they go to bed, then you're still going to probably have a dreadful day if you're not planning things to do with the kids, especially in the midst of COVID-19. So, you know, plan it from the beginning of the day or even the day before, tell the kids, you know, tomorrow we're going to go rollerblading and push you really fast in the stroller. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we did yesterday. Um, <laughs> or, you know, it can be, we're going to go and um, do chalk on the front porch and, right. you know, just like letting them know what to look forward to. It'll help you plan your day and, and help you look forward to it with the kids as well. So there's a few strategies that I hope are useful for you. Decide to put some of these things into action. Talk to your spouse about it and uh, make things happen. All right. We will see you on the next podcast episode or over on Instagram at Dear Young Married Couple. Have a good day.